Guess what it's time for. What's it time for? Poo songs! Oh, we get to do <laughs> poo songs again! Oh, gosh. Y'all, this is where we take all your favorite hits mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we adjust them slightly. Of the late 80s and 90s. <laughs> or- With Delilah. <laughs> and, and, and we change every word, every syllable into the word poo. Yeah, yeah, and you can guess along with us. Okay, okay. Did you have one planned? Is uh, that why you suggested it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you want to go first then? Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> Did you poop in the middle of that? Yeah. I'm not sure I know what that is. Oh, no. What is it? It's a barrapuda. Benatar. Love you, Pat. Okay, okay. My turn? Yeah. Okay. Poo poo. Poo poo poo. Poo poo. Oh, um. That was a good melisma right there. Poo poo poo. Words with nerds. Yeah. Oh, no? No? I'm not sure. That's I Will Always Love Poo. Okay. Yeah. By, the melisma was there, by, if you will. By Whitney Pooston. <laughs> <laughs> the poo. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that one wasn't up to snuff. Let me do another one. I want to do another one. Okay, okay. Then you could take your last yeah. turn. Uh, okay. Poo, 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 poo. I'm guessing you got that one. Who who let the I don't know. Huh? Who let the poop out, I guess. Who let the poop out? Who let the dogs poop? Who scooper? Who let the dogs out? By the the bowel men. The the men. It's the Baja man, y'all. Make a poop joke on your own. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. 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 Your turn. One. Last one. Okay. This one's pretty. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah. That's that's from. I don't think I know anymore. That's from Feces Wonder, right? You put some respect on that name. Uh, sorry. Sir. Sorry, it's from Feces Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is Isn't she Pooly? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she crappy? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it poop lovely? I thought that was Lionel Richie. <laughs> Pisses Palace. Pen pisses Pug. Pen pisses Poing Parably. I hate this. <laughs> Just stick stuff in there and see if it'll waffle. Hey, real, real quick before we get started. Mm-hmm. Um, so, isn't she lovely, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I love that song, first of all. Oh, yeah. But I hate that people use it, like, in romantic ways. Oh, really? Like, for weddings. Why? And romantic... Com- in romantic, because it's about a baby. What? <laughs> it's about Stevie Wonder's baby. What? He wrote. <laughs> it's not Lionel Richie. It's. <laughs> you know, it's not Lionel Richie. Well, I didn't know, you... but I mean, that was a joke. But <laughs> it's... And no, it's not for Lionel Richie's baby either. It's no. not for Nicole Richie. It's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's certainly not for Nicole Richie in a romantic way. Ooh. Because it's. Did it's you not, not? It's not Trumpy Did... and Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Did you... So you thought that it was a romantic song? I figured, because it is in so many romantic comedies. It is, right? And people have it like 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 their weddings, uh-huh. their, their first dance together. So and is it not Like daddy-daughter dance, maybe. No, it's, it's, it's like, isn't she lovely? Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she precious? Less than one minute old? Oh! So... You oh know. my god! I don't hear lyrics at all. <laughs> and it opens. It opens with like the beginning of the song is a baby crying. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's really good. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a baby in this room. Sean just dropped one. Dropped, Sean, just dropped a shorty. <laughs> intern Sean, stop bringing your kids to work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We have to provide that kind of family service. Oh, okay. Know? Yeah. Or family circus. 
And at the end of the song also has this long outro of of I thought it was har- just a harmonica. It's yeah. harmonica and then like two minutes into this eighteen minute outro <laughs> a, a baby a really weird sounding baby joins in. I hope it's not actually his baby, so I feel bad with this. <laughs> but whatever, she's grown now, she it's, knows. It's an adult man making a sound effect, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Does a harmonica blend well with a baby? Not at all. Like, that just, it just, I can't, I can't imagine it. <laughs> we'll listen to this. Yes, when we do- yeah. But like everything in between, I love. I think it's really oh, sweet. It's really okay. nice. You don't hear a whole lot of songs about, you know, dads singing about their daughters and everything. Mm-hmm. And there aren't a ton of them. There are some butterfly kisses and whatnot. But Gosh, but, uh, I didn't know that one was about <laughs> <laughs> children either. <laughs> Did you not? <sighs> Wait a minute. Is like, is like my girl about... A baby too, but uh, my girl could be about any any woman in your life. Okay, it could be any female in your life. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I'd have to think through all the lyrics, but I think it could be anyone. Okay, <laughs> any positive female presence it could be your mom. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not about Mrs. Shin, but <laughs> you do often have a hard time like with lyrics. Wasn't there a song that you were telling me about a couple weeks ago? Is like, uh, oh the murder on your mind song um oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. out that's of context not, for everyone else that was really weird that's not that's not at all what the song is it's 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 called woman woman right and i didn't know that that was the and title it's... of the song i just knew the chorus and i thought it was really beautiful what is it have you got cheating well it's not a beautiful song but it's you know it's very have emotional you have you got cheating on your mind on your and mind, i yeah. called it murder on your mind because doug once made a gif of just that part and he put in well, murder well I, I apologize for correcting you it's not a gif because there was sound to it you mean it's a gif but no it's there was, <laughs> there was sound to it and gifs don't have sound okay, right, right, okay. it was an actual short video oh but, a short video but yes it was it was a uh, performance of gary puckett and the union gap i didn't even know that band which is the name it's of the band name. well hold on they have more songs but um it's of them performing it and then i intersperse my voice just saying murder mm-hmm. so that song is not what i think it is either um did you think it was a sweet song me i don't know <laughs> have you got no. cheating on your mind well it's like that song tonight you belong to me how i didn't realize that was about adultery well have we talked about how gary puckett and union gap have a song called young girl that's about oh yes that's the one i was thinking oh is that about. the one you're thinking of yeah, okay because okay. i was thinking isn't that the one that's kind of like about a <laughs> think... kid but you know you don't realize it I, yeah yeah it's called young girl and the, the the words everyone knows are young girl get out of my mind my love for you is way out of line you better run girl you're much too young girl those are the words everyone knows it's Alice. such a such a good rhyme <laughs> and the melody is so moving so we forgive you gary bucket and your what union a gap dirty song. mind that union gap Excuse me? <laughs> union, union, union. I think, I think this is, we had like an hour-long conversation about Gary Puckett and Union Gap. Right. And now we're because having I it again. Yeah, it's because great. I can't understand lyrics. Because I'm more of a melody person. So if there's like a, an upbeat song, I automatically think, oh, it must be happy. You know, like um, Foster the People's Pumped Up Kicks. Oh, is that the song where like the kids are killing each other or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's about a school you shooting. You better run. You better mm-hmm. run. Yeah. You better but I had, run for I had misheard gun. the lyrics. It was like, um, run faster than my poppet, you know? So I thought it was like about a doll or about a, a girl, you know? doll. Gary Union. Gary Puckett and Union Gap also had that song, Lady Willpower, that was... Uh, basically coercing a woman into no into things it wasn't yeah. about a strong female protagonist <laughs> <laughs> no let me let me find some quick lyrics here to uh lady Gary Union in the pocket gap <laughs> gary union you're messing with me i can't even get it right now okay so you would know lady willpower it's the poo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he says, like, Lady Willpower, it's now or never. Give your love to me, and I'll shower your heart with tenderness endlessly. So it sounds nice, but then, like, all the lyrics are, they're really just coercing. And she might be younger, too. 
Oh my. Because like because like one of the one of the verses is, uh, did no one ever tell you the facts of life? Ooh. Well, there's so much you have to learn, and I would gladly teach Ooh. you. <laughs> yes, Gary. So I don't know what Gary Puckett and the Union Gap were up to. Gary, if you're still um... Gary, fuck it. And the... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know you wanted to say it, but I said it for you because no, you don't I, curse. That didn't enter. <laughs> that didn't even come close to entering my really? mind. Really? Oh, they were only active from 1967 to 1971. I assume they were soon arrested. After Those are that. the wild <laughs> days. Kidding. The wild days of music, man. Those were anything the wild goes, days. Anything goes or anything went. <laughs> what we're saying is Alice occasionally has a problem <laughs> with lyrics and I not knowing. <laughs> That's the thing where you thought they were talking about a doll or something that's still messing <laughs> with pop me. it <laughs> like i don't really know that song so that's saying something. the word the lyric was bullet but i heard pop it okay like i don't know that song but even mm-hmm. i have heard it i've heard it like twice even mm-hmm. I, I know better run better run better run from my gun mm-hmm. even i know that's some kids threatening to kill some kids and you're like oh it's fine well <laughs> Maybe maybe it's that my my abstraction mind because maybe I thought it was like a like a squirt gun you know like a, a playground yeah that's you bother it. you bother the girl that you like you know so which is not great either but <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot better than shooting them okay <laughs> but I got some pumped up kicks you know in Gary Puckett's uh, in his defense at least he did try to tell the young girl to run <laughs> he knew he couldn't control himself and he was like. Well, you better get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> run run back to the playground. <laughs> go back. Go play with your poppets. Go back to your fourth grade teacher. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm what? just going <laughs> to. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no. She was older than that. Oh. Yo, actually, in the lyrics. Okay, I don't have those lyrics in front of me. I'm not going to look up. I'm done looking up Gary Union and the, and the You're Puckett. You're not giving him any more traffic. <laughs> I'm done looking up Gary Union and the Puckett Gap lyrics. <laughs> But I do remember that it, it it does say that he that she led him to believe that she was of age. Mm-hmm. So it does say that early on. Yeah. But still, because a woman woman is only as powerful as her vagina. You uh-huh. know, so. <laughs> but still, in the song, he's like, you know, better go before I change my mind. Like, no, dude, <gasps> no. Before you had the facts, when she lied to you, that was one thing. You got the facts now. That's the facts. Of That's life. it. That's it. <laughs> you took that good. You took that bad. You see, Alice, that's a song from a popular television program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that one's not speaking about sex. Oh, really? No, it's literally about the facts of life. It's a woman bringing up these girls and just trying to teach think... them how to live. Yeah, you don't think they had the, the talk? The well, birds I'm and the sure that talk? was part of it. I'm sure Trudy learned some things. <laughs> and Natalie. You know these names. And Blair and Joe. These young girls. How do I know all these How do you young know girls? all these girls? <laughs> They sound like the Babysitter's Club, honestly. They just wouldn't get out of my mind. <laughs> I'll admit my love for them was... Look, it was way out of line. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. <laughs> this is dumb. Yeah. But speaking of speaking of lyrics and like misheard lyrics... Yeah? Um, is, I this, is this going to be like the excuse me while I kiss this guy thing? Or... No, not really. Okay, okay, go um, on. Sorry. But I, I, I had sung Barracuda before, or Barracuda. Before uh-huh. I was thinking of Pat Benatar, I had Pat Benatar on my mind um, because uh, I recently did the the Gish, the Scavenger Hunt, the greatest international scavenger oh, hunt. Oh yes, Misha Collins. Yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't get to do a lot this year. Misha's Gish. <laughs> Sorry, go. Oh my gosh, that is sounds that what disgusting. That sounds filthy. Mm, it does. You got all up in Misha's Gish. I got all up in that Union Gap. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. go on. So uh, last year was my first year, and I had done like a bunch of bunch of things. Um, but this year, I really only did like five items, right. and one of them was uh, international karaoke, international lost in translation karaoke, where you had to put uh, an English song through Google Translate into two other languages. Um, translate it into two other languages, back into English, and then karaoke those lyrics. So you like translate it into one language, and then translate that into another language, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. that one. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So I chose um, another Pat Benatar song. It was "Hit Me with Your Best Shot," which is one of my karaoke staples. Um, oh. In my in my day when I was into karaoke, I feel like I haven't gone karaoke. Kara kara okay. Well, the world stopped time. for a long time. Sure, sure. And you know, as 
kind of returning to that, but anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I translated it into Afrikaans and into Korean. What is, forgive me, what is Afrikaans? Oh, it is a language spoken in South Africa. In South Africa. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, and then Korean, which is spoken in North and South Korea. What is Korean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I, it was trial and error a bunch, you know, like I just picked like random languages, but um, I eventually got back to an English translation that was pretty funny. So uh, the lyric of uh, hit me with your best shot, it starts out with you're a real tough cookie. And the translation in Korean back to English ended up being you're a real sticky cookie. Oh. So, so that was funny. But I think the, the best lyric um, and it only worked with certain languages into Korean. So I wonder what that specific translation was that worked it ended up being put up your dukes it became rise up peacocks and that was (laughs) that was the the fun part rising up (laughs) peacocks on the street yeah preening and strutting (laughs) that was eye of the tiger just so you know i knew that oh okay Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. the eye of the butthole is that song i'm going back into poo songs tiger no it's not about a tiger Hmm. (laughs) you knew that (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah. about, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's exactly what you would think it's about. It's about rising up and going against your foes and trying to overcome them and, and whatnot. And that could be metaphorical or literal. What a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> it's rising up to the challenge of our rivals, okay, Alice. Okay, Yeah. Good Lord. So, yeah, that was my that was my major contribution, a little karaoke video, and then I had to put subtitles of the of the translated Ooh, English fancy, lyrics. fancy. So that was fun. And that then, sounds fun. This was yeah. International... Um, what, Greatest International Scavenger Hunt. No, no, no. Oh, International said... Lost in Translation Karaoke. International Lost in Translation Karaoke. That's very interesting. Um, because did you know... <gasps> <laughs> it's a great day with Doug, Alice. <gasps> of course. Because today is International Strange Music Day, which Whoa. I which I think is what you made there. You made strange <laughs> music. Strange music. Okay. <laughs> well, I was doing strange magic, but we can't oh, do I don't, strange magic. I don't know strange magic. Oh. I apologize. That's my thing. I just usually don't know songs. Usually when I That's know... That's not true. You know a lot of songs. Usually when I know songs, I'm like, I know all their... Yeah, I know young girls about statutory... <laughs> <laughs> or attempting to not do statutory, but the but then I don't know. I just don't know songs. Um, International Strange Music Day. You want to hear about this? Sure. Uh, it was on National Day calendar. Yeah. According to them, International Strange Music Day encourages people to listen to a type of music they don't usually listen to. Oh. It's also a day to discover strange and bizarre kinds of music, but isn't that kind of subjective? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if they wanted to promote education, they wouldn't call it strange music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's some more stuff here later on, which may be a little strange. But um, so yeah, listen to today. You should listen to a type of music you wouldn't normally listen to. It says hmm. uh, experiencing various types of music benefits us in many ways. Mm-hmm. Listening to different kinds of music helps to broaden horizons. Also, it promotes seeing things from a different perspective. Of course. Some people call this, quote, listening without prejudice. Mm-hmm. 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 And then I have some interesting stuff. About music. And I, that's why I, I gave you my source here because I didn't want to do this research on my own. So I'm just giving you National Day Calendar. This is what they've said because I don't want to find these studies they found. Okay. Okay. So they said studies prove... This is all a quote. Studies prove that different genres of music affect the mind and body in different ways. For instance, smooth jazz is known to relax the body. <laughs> See, for me, I don't find that to be true, right. but that's okay. I heard people put on smooth jazz to poop. <laughs> well, that re- relaxes the body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, Google. <laughs> uh, it says pop music helps to improve endurance. Okay. So you might need that for pooping too. You might need two different songs playing. Oh gosh. You might need <laughs> yeah, a marathon poop session. Metal music provides a stronger sense of identity. Wow, what? I don't know. It's Man, uh, get some dream theater up in here. Again, I'm so not I can find myself. <laughs> <laughs> it says of all the types of music, classical has the most positive effects. It says classical music fights depression, sparks creativity, relieves pain, and supercharges brain power. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, who knows if any of this is true. Well, um, that's what I heard recently as well. Or I, I've always I've always thought this. And one of my first assignments that I give my English 101 students is to write about music, um, to write about like a memory associated with music. Okay. Um, but just recently, uh, I w- in, in Omaha, I was at a brunch place. And it was really packed. It was like a really trendy brunch place. They and they brunch were brunch in Omaha? Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Look at them. <laughs> they are bumping there. <laughs> Quite. Things are bumping in Omaha. Quite bumping. Um, <laughs> it was like a really trendy place. So we were waiting. And they were playing pretty up-tempo. Not quite metal, metal but like... Um, like Fallout Boy, kind of like hard driving <laughs> rock. What? <laughs> Not quite metal. Fallout Boy. All <laughs> you the know, me- like pop metal. All the metalheads listening just wanted to smack you. <laughs> pop metal. Uh-huh. Um, like Linkin Park. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was really loud, too. Uh-huh. And then um, Did you someone... have a strong sense of identity? No. Oh. Well, I don't know. I, well, the thing that I ordered was the, the Pancake Flight. And I feel like that's a big part of my identity because I'm a sucker for a flight. Oh, there you go. I always, I will always get variety. I never order the same thing, I feel like. yeah, yeah. And I don't like to order the same thing as somebody else at the table. So did you have the endurance to finish the meal? I did not. Oh, okay. Dang, I was hoping. No, so that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, I learned that um, up-tempo music is played at maybe very busy restaurants because it makes people eat faster and talk less because the music is so loud. So I think music affects hunger as well in your mood, much like how like most fast food restaurants, their colors are red and yellow because red and yellow kind of affect your mood. Wow. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the up-tempo pop metal, um, it, makes you, it makes you feel like you got to finish your meal. Um, <laughs> okay. So I didn't, I didn't get to finish my pancake flight because I was, I was sugar, I was going down. Man, <laughs> See, in, an, in an earlier round, I know enough to know that's a Fallout no. Boy song. Uh, is that Fallout Boy or is it Panic at the Disco? I get those mixed up. I'm not going to lie to you; they're the same band, Alice. This <laughs> also says uh, one study showed that hip hop improved the flavor of cheese. Well, let's so let's do that. a let's do a pairing. <gasps> do a oh pairing. Well, what kind of cheese do you recommend with iced tea? <laughs> no, 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 no. The wrapper. <laughs> do you mean do you mean the the casing of the brie? <laughs> A nice camembert with DMX, please. <laughs> I just told you the only two rappers I know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just kidding. Will Smith's out there. Wow. What? <laughs> oh, with Will Smith, you could get. A Philly cheesesteak? You get big Philly style while you're getting wow. big Willy style? Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it says, uh, again, quotes here. Besides different genres of music, there are other kinds of music. There's music made by whistling, blowing into a kazoo, or banging pots and pans together. Some music is just downright bizarre. Again, their words. Like you wouldn't use the word bizarre. Well, is that out of your? I, when talking about music, vocabulary? I would, I would, I would try not to because you know what's bizarre to me might be normal to somebody oh, else. Okay. But they do say it sound uh, is just downright bizarre, like clucking chickens and deep sea creature sounds. Oh, okay. So this could be like sound mixing. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, this memory. So, so in a way, that is kind of bizarre because it's mm-hmm. it's unusual. Okay. So objectively, mixing together the sounds of chicken clucking. With deep sea sounds, that is an unusual thing to do. Yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this this reminds me of a memory that popped up um, on Facebook recently. Oh? I was it was an art exhibit in St. Louis, I do believe, um, about a prison, uh, Sednaya in Syria. Okay. And the method of torture was silence. Oh and yeah. So yeah, um, the the prisoners were kept in silence. But they would hear sounds like throughout the prison and they weren't like scary sounds necessarily, but because it was the only sound they ever heard, it gave them a sense of dread because they weren't ever sure what sounds would precede a beating or what sound mm-hmm. would precede food. You know, so what the exhibit was, was a bunch of um, materials on display that were used to create Foley effects um, because the artist had interviewed a bunch of these prisoners um, to get a sense of how long they were in the prison because after they got out they they had no sense of time 
So there were like sacks of rice and some uh, hubcaps and a balloon that popped, you know. Uh. So, the, so, so the, the exhibit itself, the visual aspect was just a bunch of stuff that you can make sounds with like pots and pans uh-huh. and, and kazoos and whatnot. Um, and the, the accompanying sound was like if you dropped a sack of rice, it could sound like someone being punched in the stomach or something. Mm. So in in a way, like Foley effects and stuff like that uh, could be a form of bizarre music. Yeah. Um, yeah, or sound mixing in films where you hear like the drip of a toilet and it ends up being ambient noise or something. The drip of a toilet. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real thing? Uh, or a, you know, like a faucet. You know, if it's like a, I a loose, faucet, a loose pipe, faucet. a clanking pipe, a loose pipe. <laughs> that was my nickname back in high school. <laughs> oh, loose pipe! You had a lot of nicknames back in high school. Well, looking, I was popular <laughs> with the people who wanted to make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> but nicknames are affectionate. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fat loser! Oh. They love hey, me. Loose pipe. <laughs> <laughs> they love me so much. <laughs> hey, dorky nerd face. That's not very clever. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I went to high school. <laughs> Man, I didn't say I the name. I didn't say the name. I remember when I was when I was seven or something. Uh-huh. Um, I had a bunch of friends who were kind of like running around and taunting me, calling me Alice in Wonderland, and I remember feeling really upset about that, and I don't know why because. I loved Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, but... <laughs> like, if they were... You were upset by it because they didn't mean it as a good thing. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, you might maybe. take it, but, like, yeah. It's all about intent. Mm-hmm. It's like... They were my friends, though. I don't think they were... I don't think they were being mean. They oh, just, they were... Okay, They were okay. just having fun. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's not so bad, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's one of those, like, moments that are stuck in my head, and I'll never mm. forget it. <laughs> oh, poor Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dorky nerd face. Oh. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's also National Waffle Day, if that means anything for you. Sure, sure. I know you. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I know you have your waffle iron that I don't think you've used in a I while. Know. But you, you always like to just stick stuff in there and see if it'll waffle. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that a question? That's like your a cookbook thing. that was out there? Will it waffle? I don't know. That's always a thing you just told me about. You mm-hmm. were like, I wanted to see if this would waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made like a quesadilla, a tuna quesadilla. <laughs> a tuna quesadilla? Yeah, that was, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of hot tuna. <laughs> That's a good band name. It is a band name. Oh, it it's, is? It's an actual band name. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what do they sing? I don't know their music. It's strange. I, I'll listen to them is today. hip hop? I will listen to strange or to, to, to Hot Tuna today. Because that's what we should do. What are you going to listen to? Oh. Oh, yeah. I put you on the spot. Oh, well, I? I guess it's not super strange to me because I know what it is. But um, when you were talking about uh, new musical instruments, uh, it, I think it was recently like Unique Musical Instrument Day as well. And I was thinking sure. of the theremin. Oh, yeah. yeah. The theremin. Like, nice. I came in contact with a theremin in college. And, uh-huh. and that's the, I never forgot it. That's the instrument that makes it sound like, I don't think I can do it. You want to give it a shot? I guess it sounds like UFOs. Like they, I think they use that yeah, for, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. for the sound effect, the Foley effect. No, I'm sounding like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we sound like um, Ross on Friends with his keyboard, his his avant-garde music. Yeah, that's, that's beyond <laughs> me. <laughs> I like that we were both about to go to shows we like, though, because uh, Impractical Jokers, you know, mm-hmm. a television program, uh, mm-hmm. when when COVID hit and they couldn't go out in the field and make stuff, they started the um, the dinner party, Impractical Jokers dinner party, yeah. and Brian Q. Quinn, during that time, took up the theremin, actually. No way! He got his hands on a theremin, and he... <laughs> you mean his hands weren't on the theremin. Oh, Because yeah. you, you, you play it, you don't touch it. You use space... <laughs> you, you, you move your hands UFO about space. the space around the theorem. It's the really weird thing. <laughs> Stop it. Did it work? I don't know. It scared me. I think you have to like adjust things along the way. God. Oh, you know what? Those he, pads. Those pads that are like white squares like the, that DJs use. I don't know, but I'll look it up later because oh, it's okay. the day for it. <laughs> It's like you can pre-record sounds and then you mix them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sure, it takes, like, I think 
I think, you know, of a certain generation, we look at that and we're like, that's not music. But it actually takes a bit of skill and timing to, like, get all that down. So. Yeah, yeah. I can see things that take skill and mm-hmm. timing and talent and ability and, mm-hmm. and hard work and still not be music, though. <laughs> Whoa! Shots! Well, fired. no, you would call it something else. Like, I don't know. It, if it takes time for me to to write and get the, the, um, the cadence of, like, a poem down, I still wouldn't call that music. I don't oh, know. I don't okay. know. Like that, you, you can use sound and it still not end up being music and still end up sure. being a work of art. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion. I, sound, sound art. I guess the same way that like performance art isn't quite theater, but it's a different kind of performance. Right, yeah? right, okay. right, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, I'm, I'm not meaning to offend anyone. Certainly. <laughs> and it's only a matter of, it's like a couple of weeks ago when I did my, this wasn't a sport thing. I'm like, this is my no, opinion. No, no, I didn't think that was this offensive. This is my opinion. <laughs> no, because I think that's a pop, that's a popular debate. I feel like mm-hmm. I've asked my I've asked my uh, in, uh, composition students about that as well. Like when they make an argument, like can you make an argument that cheerleading is a sport? Can you make an argument that uh-huh. golf is a sport? You know, so they yeah. have to defend their choice. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not taking anything away. It's just it's just words. We're just using words. Words with nerds. Oh, do you have one of those? I used one earlier, and you kind of glossed over it twice. <gasps> Did I really? I'm sorry. <laughs> what was your word with nerd? Melisma. Oh no, I heard that. Okay, okay. okay. You just didn't choose to acknowledge it. <laughs> sure. Okay. I did. Fine. No, I. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I was in the middle of poo poo. You're right. You're right. Okay. I was trying to steal the show. <laughs> <laughs> trying to steal my poop. <laughs> National Peach Pie Day. Does that mean anything for you? Mm. Can you waffle a peach pie? <gasps> oh my god. You should waffle a peach pie today while listening to mm, do you think, do you the think, theremin. Do you, do you think I should? Mm, I don't know. Yes. I just said it. No, I was making a waffling joke. Oh, <laughs> you're such a peach. <laughs> Did you deliberately not get it so that you can make the peach joke? Yeah. <laughs> It's exact, it's we're exactly so, what we're happened. We're so good at yes ending without even knowing. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> we I've, had we had a Marie Callender's peach pie a couple weeks ago. Oh, we did. Yeah, that was delicious. Yeah, but I guess we don't have it anymore, so we can't waffle a peach pie. We can go get a peach pie. But uh, we're not gonna waffle the whole thing. You don't think so? <laughs> because I think well, I think what we should do is calzone it. You know, like we'll. Well, we have to bake the pie, I guess. Uh-huh. And then we'd have to like fold it do, in half. Do we have to bake it or will the waffle iron take care of that? Hmm. Waffle irons cook. Hmm. We should probably bake it. We should probably bake it. Bake it halfway. <laughs> At least par bake. Yeah, yeah. What's par bake? It's, it's like that. It's baking it part of the way. Did someone get lazy <laughs> with the tea or something? <laughs> Parked bake. <laughs> <laughs> That's the is dumbest that what, joke I've ever heard. Is that what parboil means? Like just a half boil yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, par, I don't know why. It's probably Latin. Everything's Latin. Mm. I don't know the etymology of it. <laughs> Entenmann's crumb cake. <laughs> What'd you just say? The word. The word, melisma, right? Which is the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When people... The thing that people do... That was, too... my, that was my theremin impression. Okay, yeah. The thing that people do too much of in the national anthem. That's a oh, yeah. <laughs> Dang, shots fired at our country. Well, not at our country, at our performance artists who make the song about them. What are you going to not And gonna, not uh, Francis Scott Key's. You're going to take a knee words. to <laughs> I'll take your kneecaps. Oh, oh dang. <laughs> what mob are you working for? <laughs> Speaking of mobs, the awful waffle gang. <laughs> <laughs> the apple dumpling Aww. gang. The peach pie. Dumpling gang. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are a couple more reasons it's a great day with Doug, Alice. Yeah. Uh, did you know that in... <laughs> did you know? Like, you would just... This would be something you knew off the top of your what head. What if I do know? Did oh you know that on this date in 1891, Thomas Edison patented the motion picture camera? You know, I probably did know that because I read a book about Thomas Edison a couple years ago. And you knew dates? Well, I mean, when you said 1891, when you said 1891, I was like, oh, it's got to be, you know, turn of the century, Hemingway, blah, blah, blah. I was actually expecting you to be like, oh, Hemingway, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Actually, no, I think he was born in 1899 or something. Oh, I don't I I don't know Hemingway. (laughs) 
I took a Hemingway seminar in undergrad. I Why thought, am I talking like that? He's not like that. I don't know. <laughs> he's probably he's probably gruff. I took a Hemingway seminar. Why would undergrad. he? Why would he take his own seminar? He's just that good. Oh, have you ever thought about doing that? Teaching a seminar on myself. You are a professor. Whoa, hold on. You keep crazy records of everything. Mm-hmm. What if you went and you and you like put yourself through a course that you made up like ten years ago? If you could find all the stuff that you that you like, uh, I had to take one of my old classes. Yes, yes, something you wouldn't remember as well. So from like ten years ago, if you had all the same stuff, if you you know, if you had all the the assignments. If I the, had to teach it or take it, take it. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could you yeah, take your like, own it's things? It's like one of those things. It's like, yeah, teachers maybe don't realize how much work they put on their students. Right. Yeah, so it's like, could I do the work that I assigned myself? Uh, shoot, do it now. Every, yeah. every year I think about that. I'm like, maybe I should write this essay. And then I never get around to it. Oh. <laughs> but I was just thinking of an honor seminar that I taught um, early in my career at USI, maybe like eight years ago. A seminar and on honor? Ooh. <laughs> it was just a one credit seminar. And I forget the theme, but it was kind of like, you know, um, Socratic, Socratic seminar based. So I would show some films and then we'd discuss them. So I showed I showed the class Saved. Did you, you remember that? The Mandy Moore and Jenna Malone I, movie. Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember it existed. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen it. Yeah, about, about religion. No, no. Free thinking? Yeah, no. Pop religion? I've still never seen it. Pop metal. <laughs> it was really good, and it generated a lot of Pop discussion. Pop rocks. <laughs> and Coke. Pop filters. And Mentos. We also watched Waking Life. Which oh, was the like, animated thing? Yeah, and it was like the same animation style as A Scanner Darkly, which I think had come out around that same time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dreams, man. <laughs> Dream theater. <laughs> You know, those were made uh, possible, saved, waking life, etc. Those were made possible by Thomas Edison, who in 1891 patented the motion picture camera. (laughs) I being, you know, a filmmaker in my own right, I uh, appreciate Mr. Edison. Excuse me? Because he he was a fraud. Oh. Well, he patented the uh, motion picture (laughs) camera on this date Yeah, yeah. He had the patent power, you know, but it's like, (laughs) did he invent this stuff? Probably not. God, shots fired at Thomas Edison <laughs> at our country. At You're a filmmaker. At the theremin. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying words. That's that's what conversation is. Hmm. In 1932. That's heavy. <laughs> in 1932, Amelia Earhart set off on the first solo flight across the United States by a woman. Wow. Took her 19 hours. Ooh. To fly from, I believe, uh, Los Angeles, maybe, to uh, New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey. Did you say maybe? nonstop? Nonstop. How did she relieve herself? Girl, you know you just pee. Did she have to wear an astronaut diaper? You could just pee. Were astronaut diapers invented? <laughs> were <laughs> astronaut diapers invented before there were astronauts? Oh. <laughs> I mean, couldn't she just wear, I mean, like, an adult diaper? Were those invented? I don't know. How long have adult diapers been around? Hmm. So much to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we pose a lot of questions on this podcast, and but we never, never truly answer them. Answer them. Um, <laughs> uh, it says here the uh, adult diaper was introduced in 1964. What? I didn't look it up. I just... <laughs> <laughs> like you can see my computer my hands my yeah, hands are like, nowhere near it I was it. like you weren't doing anything is this well I wondered if it was part of the uh, the improv it's like you would pretend you didn't know in order to to drop this bomb but you had already planned it you know <laughs> yeah I planned to steer you towards I knew you were going to say astronaut diaper mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. yeah that's something I totally would say <laughs> good band good band <laughs> We are Astronaut, Astronaut Diaper! <laughs> so stupid. You know what Astronaut Diaper, one of their singles would be? Mm. Uh, we'll get to it right now. Okay. In 1987, there was an announcement of possible Martian Tornadoes. Martian Tornadoes would be the first single mm. from Astronaut mm-hmm. Diaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I saw this. I was looking at, you know, this facts of the day. Uh, August 24th, 1987. Announcement of possible Martian tornadoes. And I got so excited. I was like, whoa, what? Like a tornado of Martians? Yeah, I didn't know what it was about. 
It feels like Martians were causing tornado. Like if tornadoes were appearing in Kansas, but they were brought on by they. You know, it was thought. It said possible mm-hmm. Martian tornado, and then like they, and then it got buried, and it's like, oh, we can't let this get out. These Martian tornadoes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't that at all. It was just tornadoes tor- on, tor- on Mars. Tornadoes on Mars. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. not exciting. Mm-hmm. Even a little. Oh, it's okay. not, yeah. <laughs> nothing I care about at all. <laughs> <laughs> what if they were uh, a new kind of candy? Like by Mars. Ooh, Mars and Mary. Martian tornadoes. Yeah. It'll probably have marshmallows in it. It would have to have marshmallows. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a swirl with a chocolate and a... Ah, cho- no, marshmallow, chocolate, and caramel have already been done. It needs to be a different candy. No, but it's it's in tornado um, shape. It's like a funnel <laughs> shape. Ooh. And it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's made out of like marshmallow. The, like the uh, the bottom of a cone, like a yes, yeah, 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 those chocolate ice cream cones, and it's made of marsh. Which is like the best part of the cone, <laughs> it's made of marshmallow. It's chocolate dipped, mm-hmm. and then it has like um, a caramel, uh, what's drizzle? it called? Drizzle, a caramel yeah. drizzle all over it. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> you might even on the inside, you might spread some peanut butter or something. <gasps> That is exactly like the bottom of those. Or some white chocolate. Those. If you're not having peanut butter with that. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, girl. Did we just, did we just invent? We just invented a, I mean, an incredible we to, candy. We need to patent this. Uh-huh. We got to Edison it. <laughs> no, we actually came up with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not the only one that can attack Thomas Edison. <laughs> Was he assassinated? I was hoping I could go into a joke there. You're not the only one who took Thomas Edison. So can Amelia Earhart. Are you saying she assassinated somebody? It would have been really cool. It would have been really really cool if Amelia Earhart had assassinated Thomas Edison. I bet there there could be like an alternative fantasy movie about it. You and know? then she flew away, but yeah, she was. Yeah, that's why she had to disappear. But she was caught inside of a Martian tornado. Oh my God, <laughs> that's how it happened. And the movie is called August Twenty Fourth. That's the name of the movie. Mm, I was expecting something better. No, because all this ties to <laughs> with the thing in the August. Okay. Okay. Astronaut let's, let's workshop. Let's workshop this. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> let's do a different segment. Okay. How about um, you want to play? Which famous person is older? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like uh, two for two on that one, aren't I? Yeah, you're I'm pretty, two for two. I'm pretty good at that game. This one's, I think this one's pretty easy. Pretty good at that game. Now, I have six dames, so I'll, I'll six use- Six dames? <laughs> I got six dames, see? I'm really got a heart. <laughs> I have six names. So I'll give you five, and if you don't know any of them, then I have, I have another one ready to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have Dave Chappelle- Mm-hmm. Okay, Marley Matlin is that how you pronounce her last name? I love name? Marley Matlin. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, Chad Michael Murray, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon, no, and <laughs> tiny tiny. You've shot. trained you've trained me well. Tiny shot fired at Vince McMahon, <laughs> and I can't believe it's his birthday already. We're here once again. Oh my goodness! It's one of the greatest days of the year. Steve Gutenberg. <gasps> Yay! One of my personal heroes of the arts, Aww. Mr. Steve Gutenberg. Those are really close together. So Dave That's Chappelle, be hard. Dave Chappelle, Marley Matlin, Chad Michael Murray, Vince McMahon, Steve Gutenberg. Okay, not two, not two. And we got a good spread. I this think. might be the easiest one, really? honestly, that we've had. So oh, you want to start okay. at the youngest? Sure. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's do a CMM. Chad CMM. Michael Murray. Chad Michael Murray. And I don't know Chad Michael Murray, but I saw what he was in. I was like, Alice has seen these things. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I did not watch One Tree Hill. I mean, that show he was on with the Shots WB. Fired at One Tree Hill. He's also in Dawson's Creek and oh, he was? Hmm. and um, Gilmore Girls. I did. And you watch see, Gilmore Girls? For I did sure. not. Oh, I thought you were a Gilmore Girl person. My, my no, apologies. No, no, my no. Apologies. I couldn't watch that show because they talk so fast, and I and I miss it. You know, I can't understand what they're saying. I understand. I understand. So, uh, I I I think I said recently that yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine is like. The comedic sitcom version of Gilmore Girls. They talk so fast, and I have to watch with subtitles. Yeah, yeah. I've read Brooklyn Nine Nine all six seasons. <laughs> You've read all six seasons. <laughs> They've had seven, but you know, whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're waiting for the last one to come to paperback. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, <The> Pay per view. <laughs> so the youngest was yes, CMM mm-hmm. Chad Michael Murray yes. at forty 
years young. Okay. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, CMM. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up. Do you need the list again, or are you good? Well, it was Dave Chappelle, Marley Matlin, Vince McMahon, Steve Kutenberg. That's Let's correct. Let's go with Dave Chappelle. Next is Dave Chappelle, yeah. who turns 48 years old today. Hey. Happy birthday, Dave Chappelle. All right. Now okay. you're down to the final three. It should be real. It should be really easy here. Well, um, er, I guess I'll go with Marley Matlin. Marley Matlin is correct. Yeah. 55 years young. Yay. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Eminem. Was she really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. she was the first deaf dancer on, on Dancing with the Stars. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Niall DeMarco was on later, and he it's, won. It's got to be difficult to be a deaf dancer. Yeah. Because, you know, the music and everything. But she felt she felt the right. vibrations. Right, right, know? right. Yeah. And they were good. Mm-hmm. Good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> they were some sweet sensations. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, and then Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah, Steve Gutenberg is next. Uh, 63. Mm-hmm. The legend turns 63 today. Mm-hmm. And which leaves Vince, Vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon Kennedy Jr. Oh. At uh, 76 years old. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Good job. You are three for three at this. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing I'm good at. Yeah, and like, I, these were more spread out, but if you've listened to our previous episodes, fair listeners. We've had some squeakers. They have been, I mean, I had one that was like, they were really close together, and you've just knocked this out of the park. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. Thanks. This, uh, th- this might be the episode that sets the record for the most uh, segments that we've done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the human centipede. We always, What? <laughs> segments oh gross <laughs> stop sticking your mouth on people's butts Alice. what <gasps> <laughs> could you imagine being the last one i can't no <laughs> like you have to be back there and you don't even get the courtesy of a rim job i'm sorry everyone <laughs> the one in the front that's not too bad right because that's just somebody's face on your butt I've never seen the movie, and I, I just, isn't it the, the first person? The courtesy of a rim job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on that. <laughs> I feel like my life just stopped, and I saw God. <laughs> and you bequeathed upon him the courtesy oh, you, oh, you don't bequeath on of God. a rim job. God bequeaths on you. Good Lord. Stop bequeathing all over me, God. <laughs> Oh, hello, my children. (laughs) Prepare for the great bequeathing. (gasps) Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I just made God orgasm. Is that what that was? I thought he was shitting. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, which is worse? Which is worse? I think the orgasming, maybe. Okay, then he was pooping. He was definitely pooping. But I want to be sex positive about it, so, you know, (laughs) you do your thing, girl. (gasps) Which son was that? Was that? It was probably both. <laughs> Can you poop and orgasm at the same time? Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an awkward rim job. <laughs> That's a courtesy you don't want to have. Watch your segment. Huh? Oh god. <laughs> I thought we could just end this Leave thing. Leave God out of it. I'm so yeah, we need to at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a knee. Um <laughs> And the rockets red glow. How about some semi-recent, semi-decent news? Yeah. We introduced this last week, mm. and uh, you know, it's where I look. Sometimes I have a stutter. Is that a theremin? Sometimes God is smiting me right now. This is this is where I gather the news that has happened at some point in time. In eighteen ninety-one. Good memory. <laughs> and then I regurgitate it to you with uh, very few facts. Regurg. <laughs> um, here's a little bitty one. Uh, recently, in the UK, uh, on Facebook Marketplace, hmm. put up for sale was an Undertaker's mortuary table. Whoa. So I thought that was interesting. That reminds <laughs> me of my girl. What? Because oh, her dad okay. had a mortuary table. <laughs> but he didn't sell it. I mean... Ooh, a young boy lay here once. No! He died from bee stings. No! 
He couldn't see without his glasses. He was going to be an acrobat. $200. (laughs) Is that the going rate for a mortuary table? I don't know. I think it said it was 50 pounds, and I do not know what that is in American real dollars. I mean, it's probably... Oh, you know? Well, I mean, it's it's probably close to like 60, 70. Oh, okay. I guess I could have looked this up really quickly. Uh, 50 UK pounds. I thought you were going to gonna say that dollars. the table was 50 pounds. Like it weighed 50 pounds. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem like it weighs enough. Right. It's like for a child, you know, like Aww. like in the movie when he she can't asks. can't see without his glasses. Yeah. Yeah. When she's like, why is that coffin so small? And then the oh father was gosh. like, it's for really short people. Oh, it's heavy. I'm sad now. So young, how, how, many, young, how much is young that table? boy? Get out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> how much is that table? About sixty nine dollars. <laughs> sixty nine. Oh God! Ooh, necrophilia. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hi. Human mm. centipede necrophilia. There are kids next door. <gasps> <laughs> my roommate's uh, children are visiting as we're recording this, but they should be asleep right now as we're recording this. We've been kind of loud. Yeah, talking about. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so would you, like, if it hit the right price point and if you needed a nice table, would, could, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that you could buy a mortuary table? I mean, do I have to pay for shipping? Because it's in no, the UK. No, no, no. If it was, no, I'm saying if there was one, like, down the street, if oh. someone was selling one for $69 and, in addition, you could really use a table that size. So it's just like a, like a silver metal long table. Yeah, right? that a whole lot of dead people been on. No. No? No. Would okay. you? I think so. Like, if I if I needed a table that size. But yeah, who would need a table that size? That's, <laughs> you're missing that part of it. What I'm saying is, if you needed a table that size, not just right now. Well, this, like, this hypothetical doesn't have enough parameters. The hypothetical like. parameter is, you need a table that size. and <laughs> For what? That, For <laughs> embalming? <laughs> For a banquet. Well, maybe it's for... Maybe it is for sex play. I don't know. <laughs> Good God. You just need a, a table. Banquet. That... <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum. To, to serve my enemies. Why are you serving your enemies? Why not the people you love if it's a sex thing? No, no, no. Like, I'd, I'd kill my enemies and then i serve them to... Oh, now it's cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, good, you know, like good. Like Titus, like, Titus Andronicus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're into cannibalism now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, what I'm saying is if you needed a table this size and it was $69 and it was right on the street, they'll sh- they'll bring it to you. I they'll gotcha. deliver it. I gotcha. Yeah, sure. If I, yeah. you if I, needed, it? Okay. If I needed it, sure. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, I did read that, like, um, those are, like, the cleanest tables you can have. Because really? they, they have to get them oh, as clean as possible yeah. in between each person. So gotcha. there's no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing so it's just... It's just our mental stickiness that we're like, Ugh. Oh, there could be other stickiness, too. I don't like it. <laughs> Human fluids. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Those are divine fluids. Yeah, I got it. 